Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for another episode of Matt and Madeline's Ice Cream Social, a very special one here at a compound out here in Pahrump, Nevada. We're here at Heidi Price's compound. Of course, sitting with me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. We got Jacob, the audio guy, That's as well right. as uh, we have Justin from uh, uh, Las Vegas, the game, hooked this up. And of course, we're here with our very special guest, Heidi Fleiss. Woo. Heidi, thank you for having us out here to your, I want to call it compound. Is it too strong of a word oh, to call it a compound? Fair. Anything. It feels like a nice little, <laughs> nice little sprawling compound yeah. out here. Now, you have 18 birds living with you right now? Yes. <laughs> yes. Did you live in this house before you had birds, or did you come I, here because I of the birds? It, I bought it for them. You bought I it bought for this, the birds. I bought this property for them, because they like to be high up and see everything. So. Okay. Oh. And plus the neighbor factor. You, you don't so want right. a, a lot of neighbors. Eventually, there, someone's going to complain. Right. <laughs> Eventually. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get too close. Yeah. And, I mean, and someone did already, because... One of my birds fly down to the pine trees. Yeah, and go up there and start biting off the branches. And some idiot complain like, "Oh, he's killing my tree." It's like, whatever, you, <laughs> dude. It looks like you live inside the house, you know, yeah. like a hole. It's like literally you, a bird in a tree. Yeah, right. it's a yeah. bird in a tree. <laughs> what they yeah. do. It's a bird in my tree. Yeah, Call the cops. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But you, I mean, we are around. Uh, we've we've had a quite quite a little uh, walk around <laughs> your compound. I, I I fed that off two birds uh, by going to the bathroom. That's pretty good if it's only two. Yeah, that was that was a fine. That was a fine introduction mm-hmm. to how territorial yeah. they are. <laughs> They're so territorial. They're not in cages or anything like that. Well, they, they, they seem I to be out in the wide open. Not this summer, summer before I was arrested here for growing marijuana. Right out here, I had a case. Here in this compound. Right here. I, this is what I was running out of money, and I thought, what can I do here to still stay at home and just take care of my birds and make money? I thought, I'll just grow marijuana. That's a good Great good idea, right? Breaking bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I did it with no paperwork or anything. I just kind of... Um, some guy in Vegas was the one who got me on the idea and brought me a bunch of nice plants and stuff. Okay. But from here and then, sided here and then all the way out to like those rocks, kind of got it close in, and it was all really beautiful plants, much bigger than me. Okay. This, this oh was wow. A, this was a forest out here. Wow. <laughs> this <is a> forest. <laughs> Are and you allowed to grow marijuana in Pahrump? No, you're not. Okay. Because, <laughs> no. Oh, you said you didn't get like clearance or anything, but there's no, no. clearance to be gotten. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, 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 no, I think okay. that now there might be, but at the time, maybe it's getting now, there. But we don't know. It's getting there. The, now yeah. I think you can have some paperwork, but I, I didn't. It have would not it. surprise me to find out that a lot has grown out here, except for the desert climate. But I guess they're, they're okay they're, there. They're, when I first moved here, I met a 21 year old kid who had a few grow houses here, and he was making a lot of money selling to shops in L.A. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. But dispensaries. So anyways, an officer came here with a, looking for someone who does not live here, and I was in that little guest house there watering more plants, so I didn't yeah. see him. And he, I didn't, my front door is always open, and it's, plus it's glass. You can see right in. Yeah. But he looked in, and I, he called for my guest didn't hear me, so he just started to walk around. Which, I, you know, that's, you can't walk around someone's property. So he walked around, he came back here, and he 
I come out of the guest house and I just see him freaking out, like taking photos and on the phone. <laughs> I'm all, oh my God, what do I do? Oh, I'm so stupid. Why did I grow? Oh my God. You know how you go through yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought. Well, no, I don't. Oh. Uh, I mean, oh, I you've assume. You've never been in that position. No, but. I have not. Like, what did I. Can so imagine. I thought, I'm going to sneak out this back window. I'll go out in the desert. Or then I thought, I'll hide in the attic. You know, all those. And then I said, okay, I'm just going to face it. Right. And so by then he called like all this drug task force and all these cars started arriving. And oh, I just, man. I did face it, but that's what they, they said. All these birds are just loose. That's what the <laughs> <laughs> I was like the same thing. Yeah. Oh uh-huh. my, the birds are loose. Oh it's no. Like, yeah. yeah that's birds. how birds are. Yeah. Well, it's, see, and that's the whole thing. It's so people just accept the fact that you're taking these things and sticking them in a cage and it's wrong. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's wrong. Yeah. That's my whole thing. Yeah. It's wrong. Um, well, we, nobody would ever say that about, like, pigeons. Like, oh, my gosh, look at all these birds. Yeah. They're just loose. Yeah. What? Well, oh, of course. my God. Yeah, but, but, but the a fact that they're exotic and rare. flying around. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Who's Gee, got this yeah. hummingbird on a leash? Call the army. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> but because they're exotic, because yeah. they're larger, and they're just unique looking, suddenly the fact that they're out of a cage freaks everyone out. Yeah, especially the macaws because of their size. Mm-hmm. They're scary in the beaks. They are big. They're big and they're yeah, big. I was, I was yeah. astounded by just yeah. how big they are. That's, and they are scary. They and can be. And that's why they're so they're they really are screwed. And that's I'm partial to them, not as you see, is because they really have it the worst. Yeah. Is I don't care how patient you are, how much you love animals, after six months you can't take one of these. No. They're awful. They're so <laughs> you have no idea how loud, how messy. They are just the absolute bastards of the animal kingdom. Oh, Paul, Paul's so horrible. Paul and his wife are big uh, animal rights. Yeah, my folks. wife is is a big animal lover, and she just wanted she wanted to personally have me tell you thank you for all that you've done for these birds. She's Aww, really, really she was really touched by the I work that her. you've done with them. <laughs> so do we. We she, all love her. We do. We yeah. love Anne. But uh, she was really touched by the work you've done with these birds. So she thinks it's remarkable. I'm just astounded the way you have, like you said, you bought this house for the birds. Yeah. You guys have no idea. This house has been <laughs> tailor custom fit. <laughs> For the birds, all the walls have a lattice kind of attachment <laughs> yeah. to them, so the birds can crawl anywhere they yeah. want. So all the walls have essentially become yeah, ropes like or trees, ladders, yeah. or right? Yeah, so yeah, the walls of all the houses are li- of, of the entire yeah. house like a tree. They can go anywhere they want They're to walk free. through the house. I mean, you're ducking under everything, so <laughs> yeah. it's got to get around. Yeah, and, they've got yeah. other little ropes so they can hang out. They've got toys everywhere. It's, it's and I'm low on their toys right now because I was in Temecula for a year and I had the birds with me. So when I left this house, there was a lady staying here and she took all my bird stuff down because she wanted me not to come back because she's living here for free. Right. Oh. But then I, I had problems in Temecula, so when I came back, and I was like, Wait, oh, no. I have to do, you, do you own this place? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so she, you had like a, someone just come live here for free, and they well, wanted you to come I just, back? Well, first I just left. I just kind of, when I left here, because I left right after the marijuana arrest. I oh, just okay. said, okay. and I just kind of left basically everything, which was not very Except smart. Except the birds? <laughs> Except for my birds. Except okay. for birds come with me. Mm-hmm. But it was not very smart it because... It sounds like a cartoon in some ways. Like <laughs> me well, and 18 birds <laughs> yeah. hit the road. Oh, I used to see the pictures. I, I had it. I was selling Airstreams, those trailers, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And I had one. I just sold it for like 16000 I told the people about it. I said, no, I can't sell it. I took everything out and I put stands in, like in one night and I just made it all stands for them. I was going to say, how could you possibly transport all these birds? Oh, just and one made, big Airstream trailer and, yeah, and I made super the stands? I made the stands and I, st- you know, it's illegal. I stayed and I rode with them yeah. in the back there because they were scared. Wait, um, and who drove? Some weird lesbian. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're, they are the best drivers. <laughs> you got to transport birds. I don't know about so that. So you <laughs> sold Airstreams, you said? 
Sold yeah, when one. I was running out of money, you I sold did. Sold one, okay. Because yeah, yeah. you, you know, no one can deny your entrepreneurial spirit. Well, let That's me tell you, sure. I, out here they are. This place is like, I don't know. There's so many hoarders out here. Okay. They don't get rid of things, so yeah. it's really you. There's a plethora out here of the airstreams. I don't think anywhere oh. else in the world you can find. I bet I, you're right. And those are now quite people are going to come right? raid my little square here. Well, those uh, are those are sought pe- after. Oh, people go nuts the for really the airstreams. Oh, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and it, you put it on eBay. It, it doesn't matter how tore up, how beat up. Oh yeah, right away of... eBay. Yeah, right away. How so? You grew up in California, mm-hmm. Los Angeles, born and raised. Born and raised mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you been in Pahrump? Eight years. Eight years? Yeah. Oh. And, and what? I came out here for the sex business. That's why. I yeah. T- yeah. I t- to get back into the sex business, because that's what I know. That's what. So I came back. I, that's why I came here, not for birds. And then once the birds were just thrust on me, I had no interest in the sex business anymore. So I'll. I called my friend Dennis Hoff. He has that show that yeah, yeah, the cat, on HBO. Cat House. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's in its 18th season. It's wow. been on forever. Oh, wow. People don't get tired of watching prostitutes have sex with men. I guess not. Good for Dennis. But <laughs> So I had Dennis buy. There was um, a 200-year-old pimp out here. Okay. He, he had three brothels, like really old school, just like bait and switch type place. No, didn't believe in repeat business at all. It was like, girls, steal the wallet, steal anything you can. <laughs> oh, off my of the gosh. Oh, yeah, wow. and it was like once you sign up to. You have three, so if you ran out of one to go to the other, to be uh, like, I'm still having sex, damn it. You got <laughs> duped again. You got nailed <laughs> yeah. again. Oh, he was it awful. Took, he took your secret sock money as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, and then there was like no windows, so no, you know, it was just yeah. really, cre- it was oh, creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so Dennis, I brought Dennis in, and Dennis bought all his places. So Okay. Dennis bought So Dennis all- cleaned up the sex trade. Oh yeah, he he's the only one. That, he has, I think, he owns something like sixty percent of all the legal brothels in America. Okay, wow. Yeah, he's he's the only one. And you wanted to go into business with him? No, I could do it on my own. I don't okay, need, I don't. I love Dennis, but I don't need Dennis. No. Okay, sure. so you just want to do it on your own? Yeah, I wanted to. But you want the other forty percent? Oh yeah, I want all the money. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dennis. I just don't want to share my money though. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> That's fine. But so you're once trying to I, get back into it, and what, not, uh, yeah, so I came on here to get back into it, and then once I got the birds, I completely lost interest, and I so I said, Dennis, come, you come by him, you do it, because he's my friend. I want him to do it. Yeah, we're really good friends. Now. Going back, growing up, to, growing up in Los Angeles, <laughs> how? Not- Look, you don't go from like Fred Siegel and Gucci to this overnight, okay? No, 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 it I understand that. It doesn't happen like that. It's a process. Okay? Uh, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> and, right? it's, so- and it really sneaks up on you, okay? I'll bet. When, look, when I moved out here, like you said, you couldn't change a tire. When I moved out here, I didn't know what a car battery was. I, and now I could think, build a house on my own. <laughs> okay. Okay, I, I could pair. You're resilient. No, I learned. I don't know. When I was younger, if a cord broke on something, I would just throw it out and figure it was no good. But now nah, I didn't know you can repair cords. Now, <laughs> now because my birds, every single thing is chewed. I can splice. I can do any kind of thing like that. So these birds have totally changed your life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I in gave a, up my life for in them. A way, I'm in, done. No, my but that's what I'm saying. Like, done. It's, I'm, I'm all about trying to I'm help them. Like, uh, 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 you know, being exploited by a tabloids didn't change you. <laughs> Going to prison didn't change you. No. But you get your you get your hands on some birds, and now suddenly you're turning it's, this, it's, this new direction. It's, it's, and what you're saying is not even like you change your occupation. You're changing your general conduct. Every well, this is and the sad part is for me is I realized that this is going to be the rest of my life, and I probably won't be able to make a difference. That's the sad part. Mm. 
what what would what would make the difference for you now? Like what what is where are you focused on? These birds need help. They can't. They should not be pets. They don't belong in anyone's home. They have to stop being sold as pets. Okay, so and you want to stop the pet trade stop, of a cow. But, but also the macaws, the rescues, and san- the word sanctuary is yeah. really a fantasy. Okay, okay, right? You think of sanctuary, don't you think of like cool breeze and green and nice temperature? You think yeah. of a, a fantasy. It's they're not. not. Supposed, they're not supposed to be in the desert, right? Well, if they, I don't care where it is. It just has to be. They don't need cages. Okay, they, they can't. Don't. They can't be enclosed. And there's well, they nothing don't. can ever replicate the their jungle habitat, habitat yeah. right? But, and that's such you, an immense, yeah, you sprawling space. And and since they're domesticated, you they can't be reintroduced to the wild. That that it, can happen. That's, yeah. that's a huge problem, huh? So they, you they can't. do get domesticated. But, but How long does it take for uh, these birds to to domesticate? How long they're in captivity and so from the get-go they're kind of screwed they're raised not even by their parents the yeah. one's giving them like Darwiner schnitzels and like a syringe or something yeah so and they know. have no bonding or anything so mm. they're right away and then they're clip their wings put in a cage of course they're gonna have disorders yeah. their hormones are off everything's off mm-hmm. you know that's why they, that one i have is plucked so you would yeah. like this to be almost like the last lost generation so if we stop <laughs> Uh, this well, trade, then the ones that'll be in the wild will stay in the there's wild. More, there's more to it, though. There's okay. there's the ones that are in these sanctuary rescues. They need help. They need to get out of those cages and live the rest of their life free. Okay. So there needs there. I need a foundation, not just process it. Instead of a foundation, actually with parrots first, people can donate right now. Parrots yeah, first. Yeah, do it. yeah, yeah. First. What is it? Yeah, absolutely. It's parrot, ParrotsFirst.org. It's based out of Los Angeles. It's okay. a woman who's really devoted her whole life to birds. And I've met everyone in the bird world. Not everyone, but a lot. I've met experts, people with PhDs from USC. I've met the dog, veterinarians, all kinds of bird expert, blah, blah, blah. And she's the only one who has, who's really on the right wavelength, who gets it. Okay. But really the way to do it, it could be like... A, a park or something yeah and it just has to have a, where they can trees for shelter and then help the ones they can't fly and they'll never fly a shelter a structure where they can live and have people work there that take care of them and let the public come see them like yeah. that if you want a bird come see it that way yeah. and if you want to fend them off when you have to take a leak <laughs> so be it <laughs> but, but <laughs> if, you, if you really have a need to have a macaw in your house in a cage you need ther- just go see a therapist or yeah. something why that, do you that, need right. a bird and that's the ultimately the yeah. thing is a lot of these birds people get them as a pet thinking you know I'm desperate to have this wild want, exotic animal yeah, want, and they're pretty I, it's so cool it's and beautiful. they talk and then six months high, later it's they're gonna like lo- yeah. I gotta get rid of this thing it's driving me nuts and the shelter and they've done even worse Worse by having it for any time at all, and yeah, it's just yeah. it gets even worse. Yeah, How do you sleep? They're see, they're blind at night, so they're quiet. Oh, oh. they're they, quiet at night. Yeah, they're blind. They evolution. Really? <laughs> they huh. didn't. They didn't need Darwin. They didn't need uh, they no reason anything. for night vision, so they're blind at night. Okay. They're really lucky to see maybe shadows barely, like way worse than our vision at night. So they chill. So probably like kind of kind of early in the evening, probably even like it just as the as sun starts as the to sun, go down. Sun goes at, they after dusk they won't. Wow. The, like if one of mine birds is, flies off, and sometimes they do because all mine can fly, and they have always access. Like in that back room, there's mm-hmm. a hole in the roof, so they can always go in and out. But there are occasions when they fight and whatnot. One goes out, can't get back out in the desert. 
And then I know after I have to find them before dusk because after dusk they will not. They will not come back. Yeah, and then a coyote or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have you lost? Some yeah, coyotes? I've had some. I've had a couple really tragic things, but that's the trade-off, you know. And and I don't say it without well, Paul emotion. Paul and I are starting a charity where we want to put coyotes in cages. So <laughs> well, no, but you're absolutely right. That's that's the price of yeah the living free. Yeah, that's the prices, and the like. It still kills me the some. I lost my Lucy. Oh, yeah. I love my Lucy girl. But, you know, that's the trade-off is I can't can't do it, do it the other way, and that's just part of nature, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there needs to be a park of some kind. And you got all these billionaires that say they're philanthropists, but they're really not. All these people, they donate money. They're really not. Everything they donate money to is and it helps them in some one way or another. Mm-hmm. Sure. There's, You'll there, take their help, though, right? Of course. Yeah. It's like, here, if you really want to help someone with money, you yeah. really want to help and see the change, just do it. Yeah. If I still had my money, I would do it. I would do it. I'll donate this house right away. I would. If this would be fine if you could put it. I need to put in 100 uh, palm trees and uh, uh, almonds, pistachios, and more. And let, the, and let the food grow naturally as yeah, well. Yeah, so they can they need the the trees are really just to help them shelter but also they do know how to eat off the trees and okay stuff. And so that's what they eat is primarily exotic nuts and that kind of thing nut, oh yeah it's expensive to have them because you're i hate when the people have their birds and they can't they don't want to spend the money on buying them the nuts oh. so it's like if like you bought the yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Oh. chicken millet or something yeah. nasty Ooh, a lot of people nice. do that. It's horrible yeah. when people do it. It's They're like, if you're going to buy the burger. Messing up their diet. Yeah. I have an expensive nut habit myself, so <laughs> I know. It can, get, it can add up. Everyone still, likes pistachios. Worth I'm worth it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I like pistachios especially because they're an activity. <laughs> that's true. You you're like a bird because yeah. that's what all their, like a toy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm never leaving. I'm staying right here. I'm going to stay Oh, right well, they the live conference. to 100. And look at Oh, my gosh. They live longer than me. I can, yeah, I can learn from them. You can totally they can teach me. Matt's going to start climbing the lattice on the wall. Anyway, yeah, no. that'd be funny. Guys, so have fun. Tell my family I said hello. With the, uh, <laughs> with the establishment of the, the organization that you're working with and trying to, I guess, your first move is to try and get a sanctuary. Is that your first step? No, the parents first is a 501c, but okay. they just need money. Just need money to, to do it. And then... Look so they're at, all set up. They're ready to rock. They see are the you dough. looking? Are you looking then towards also uh, a location? Well, not even just a location. Like getting some laws passed as far as That'd stopping the, the, the trade That'd and, the and stopping them as a absolutely being pets absolutely that kind of thing absolutely or at least at least really pulling it back. You know, like making sure that people you that get them have licenses you, or like all the, that kind the of thing. The ones that breed, it's mostly poor people and stuff like and just trying to make money off the birds. Yeah, yeah. they're right. trying to and and anyone because they are and that's the other problem is they are so valuable. But their only true value is to the owner. Right. No matter how you look at it. It's only and the right. the, the breeding thing is they're they're worse than drug dealers. They really yeah. are. Anyone who breeds animals for money is just disgusting. I don't care any kind of animal, the breeding thing is just d- disgusting. But the the breeding it just has to stop. And I feel like I'm I'm a, it's a very lonely battle. <laughs> like and a very you know, who knows? Sure. Like I said, I, probably my whole life. You have one neighbor and he's bitching about his tree. I mean, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. That sounds really lonely. <laughs> that does. So that guy's like, save my pine tree. That's my charity. <laughs> <laughs> Donate to me. Yeah, he's a crazy. So other, I need other branch than that tape. guy, other yeah. than that guy, what, like what is your, for you, what is your biggest kind of hurdle in, in, in all of this? Well, obviously money, but. Well, sure. Th- this is, the, it took me a while. I didn't get it at first that there was a problem. First, when I got the birds, like, the, you know, my thinking, I didn't know anything about them. So first I. I Someone just gave you the birds? 
No. Okay. When I first moved here, I was avoiding that one. Okay. <laughs> okay. When I first moved here, I just rented some, any little house. Okay. Okay. Just my luck. Next door was like a little trailer, like a single wide or whatever. Where were you coming here from? You moved here Los from? Los Angeles. Okay. Right, like, right, you know, Sunset Hills. Okay. Sunset Strip. Right, the nice, really nice place. Mm-hmm. And you were getting out. Getting... I think my house just sold for like $13 million that I had wow. or something like oh that. Oh, my gosh. But no reflection on my money. I have zero. I'm negative. So. Right. But um, so I moved here, and next door to me was a former madam who was bedridden who once ran the exotic bird department for the Tropicana Hotel when they had an exotic bird show. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and uh, our, uh, oh, your parents' generation, sure. they know of it. Like, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. They heard of it and stuff. And she was like, I could tell she was fine in her day, but she was kind of like Debbie Harry sexy. But back in her day, Colonel Sanders was her sugar daddy. So, wow. like, the Colonel Sanders? Yes. The Colonel Sanders. I, I thought it was just so cool. He had more secrets than herbs and yeah, spices. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and she would say, like, She was Heidi. number 12. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 11 herbs and spices. She's number 12. Yeah. Let me tell you something. There's, there's another secret I got that won't make, it'll make you not give a shit about my chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and she would say, Heidi, there was no Neiman Marcus in Vegas in my day. They would fly me to Dallas. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, you know, she was like, shopping. And she was bedridden. But and I I thought she was faking it, but she dropped dead, so she wasn't. She wasn't. So, she proved you wrong. Oh, so did she show that you. in your so face? You, Not evening, kidding. Yeah, one evening she called me like two thirty in the morning. Her last words were, "Don't doubt me." It's worse. It's <laughs> worse. You know her last words? Yeah, I was there. She she called me two thirty in the morning. Come over. She's I need you to help you feed the babies. I come there. She's. I need oxygen. I need this. I, so I called 911 like 10 times. So all of them arrived. And one was going like, hey, I got your cell phone number. And I was like, not me. Save the bitch. Save her. And then. So the paramedic was hitting on you? Yes. Oh, it was geez. gross. Then, uh. then she, says, she says, Heidi, you take care of the birds. I said, no. And she dropped dead. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. That is the worst. for me see? a nightmare. That yeah, nightmare. see that her her last words were, were the worst it was on like, earth. <laughs> Matt, learn how to change a car battery. <laughs> and I beg, oh no, oh no. Uh, was, I don't it was do the wor- her, the worst on earth. So, yeah. so there she had about three hundred, and I found I just rehomed them to different homes, and there was the three hundred macaws. No, she had every, different. Oh, everything, all kinds of birds. Everything. And gotcha. I, now I this took, was in one small trailer. Yeah. Wow. In all cages. Cage, 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 stats. Just stats. Whoa. And these big Frankenstein chain bolts and locks. Oh, it's so gross. Oh, so no. Gross. And, of course, like, there was someone paying her rent, and those people came right away and took them valuable, like the high the, the high-end birds. The, those, the blue one you saw that yes. I have? Yes. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they grabbed them. 10, 20,000 of those. Mm-hmm. So right away, she had... Bentley and Gershwin, they came, took Bentley and Gershwin immediately, mm. and the other ones that they wanted, like some of the showbirds that could do tricks and right. whatnot. Yeah. And then I take naturally the ones no one wanted, macaws, and some had where had issues and stuff. And then one of the ones you had did actually pick my cart. Pick what? He picked, picked my cart. Yeah, <laughs> he did the <laughs> cart trick for me. Yeah, yeah. So you got one one <laughs> trick yeah, yeah, that yeah, he yeah, knew. He knew. Uh, uh, I did have one. The one that I fell in love with initially, his name was Dalton. He was former showbird, and, and he could spin on one leg. And you know, oh, that's fun. You know, the poor guy. Though. Yeah. So, so you end up kind of by default taking on these. Yeah, birds. I don't want them. I still don't want them. <laughs> I still don't want them. But you, but you have to take care of them. I just can't turn my back on them. I mean, I really, if my life would be so 
fun and easy without them. Really, I'd have a ton of money. I'd be doing anything I want. I'd have all so what is it? What is the what is the the pull? As aggro as they can be, as difficult as they can be, as stubborn and as hard to to care for. Uh, what is the appeal? What keeps you pulling for these animals so hard? They really need help, and no one will do it. No one has done it. I mean, they're not. It's not like a giant manta where it's people donate money to save them, mm-hmm. or an elephant, or endearing like a little dog or a pu- cat. Yeah. yeah, they don't have any of that. People just go, "Oh, it's terrible what's happening." Yeah, they don't belong in cages, but no one does anything. Yeah. They just so it, the problem is, you know, it's like. When something is, you you have something in your house, let's say like a, let's say you got mad and punched a hole in the door. After a while, you get so used to looking the hole in the door, you forget it's even there and that it looks weird. You just get used to it, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of like these birds, That's people just accept that it's fine to buy cages and to, to keep doing this. People just accept it. It's fine, but it's not fine. No. And it does, it does need to change. It really needs to stop. So... I am. Do you think it's a problem with education? People people don't people don't know that would help tremendously. Is and it's just just a tall order. I'm making a film though. I'm making a documentary starting, which hopefully will be the platform for change. Very cool. Okay. And it's I see it as the most important thing I will ever do with my entire life. So it better be good. (laughs) No, but that's the thing, right? So now you're trying to do this like more noble cause. You certainly have a platform of fame that came from a very different yeah. arena, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, is it weird because even if you even if you accomplished everything you wanted for these birds, you'd kind of always be mentioned f- for everything and not yeah. just the birds? Do you well, know? Look at. I'm as coldest person you'll ever meet. I'm really an asshole. There's nothing <laughs> nice about me. But it, when it comes to these birds, I don't know. It's like they have my heart and every emotion I've ever had. Like, I'll cry when I hear these stories about them. And, and you know, someone Do can... Do you care about birds more than humans? Of course. Just these birds. Just, <laughs> just these just birds. Macaws. These, these specific just birds. Just macaws. Yeah. Just macaws. Well, I remember when, when I was in prison in, in the end when they were asking about, like... I guess in the program you come out, I had to do community service or something. And um, you went to prison for three years. A little, yeah, a little over. A little right, over three right years. about three years. Yeah. Okay. But I remember in the end they were just community service, and there was something to do with um, in, working with inner city youth. And mm-hmm. I, I said, oh, I'd rather save trees. And oh my God, did I get in trouble for that? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was like horrified, and I was like, but wait a minute, it's a balance. We can't live without the trees. The inner city know? youth need the trees. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, it's all about a balance, you know. Secretly, all you're talking about with these birds is getting trees too. I feel like you just <laughs> like trees. Yeah, <laughs> I am a tree hugger at heart, believe <laughs> it or not. Just a different <laughs> angle on the trees. <laughs> what was? I mean, were you shocked to go to prison for three years? Oh yeah, especially at twenty-seven. That's a life sentence. Yeah, <laughs> at twenty-seven, that yeah. is. Are you kidding me? It was a life sentence. But now, I, when I got there, I was so grateful for three years. Every sentence was thirty-two years, forty-eight, nineteen, twenty-seven. Ooh. That like three was unheard of. <laughs> three was unheard of. So. Oh, so you thought you were going to go to jail for a long time, and you got or just three. the people that you met there had much longer. Well, yeah. Sentences. Well, I felt because. I, I didn't know anyone who's been to prison. How, how would I know that? I'm, right. You know, look how I lived in Beverly Hills. I have Ferraris and stuff. How would I? I didn't know prison people. So when the thought of going, three years it seems like a lifetime, you know. Yeah. Was, but then when I got there, I realized I learned a lot in prison. <laughs> How's uh, w- w- it's got to be super scary at first, right? 
Yeah, terrifying. Mm-hmm. Do you get used to it at all? Or you just. Yeah, I remember at the end, I was on the yard and I was looking. I was like, "Oh, they're kind of cute." Oh my God, it's a girl! Jesus Christ! You just get, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. So you were kind of just around by it that. Looks so much like much a man. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it yeah. looks so much like a man. Yeah. You know, like I would say, I thought this was a woman's prison or something. You know. But you do, you you do, you, you know. You just yeah. get used to stuff. Well, it's just like you're yeah. talking about the hole in the wall. You yeah, just, you become accustomed yeah, yeah, to the totally. change. Yeah, totally. It's you and just it get doesn't used to it, it doesn't seem different anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you get out of jail at thirty. I was like thirty-one. 31. I think I think I was arrested or twenty-seven by the time okay, everything was done. I everything towards this. I was probably like thirty-three when I got out, somewhere around there. Mm. And then, um, I you know I was scared when I got out of jail is because you're used to prison you know you just readjust a lot changed from then the internet happened okay okay <laughs> really from 97 to like 2000 there was the internet really yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah i remember before i left i had i would had this shop on third street promenade i i when i got arrested i opened up like a clothing store selling basically like juicy like boxer shorts and t-shirts yeah. just so i didn't get in more trouble and and so, help. well, it kept me, did keep me out of getting a mortgage arrested again. <laughs> but, but I remember but we past. were in the back of my store and like with the bookkeeper, whatever I go, she has a computer. I go, why does it say this Yahoo on everything? Like uh. what's Yahoo about? You know, <laughs> you know, like you just, yeah. It was like, what's Yahoo? What's there to be Yahoo about? You know, <laughs> you opened a store at 16, right? No, no. Oh, okay. Um, I ran a. I ran a babysitting business when I was before that, like my preteen, like 12, 13. I had a lot of girls work for me. (laughs) So you had girls work for you as babysitters? Oh, yeah. Then? Yeah. Okay. Well, it started off, I was babysitting. Then Friday night would come around or Thursday night and two people would call and I still wanted all the money. (laughs) So, yeah. Figured our way to get the Yeah, so I had So even then, it's just in your, you're just an entrepreneur and then- Slowly, yeah. it seems like the first thing came is your ability to call other women to work for you. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> well, well, yeah, no, I yeah. mean, that's, that's the whole thing, right? Yeah, you're I mean, helping them. You're helping yeah. them. Yeah. Sure. You're helping them. Work is work. Yeah. Then, then I had the girls. Well, part of my problem was um, I just had a really hard time in school. But I was city chess champion when I was 14. Okay. So I was really smart, but I just had a, couldn't understand, like, why is a negative times a negative positive? Like, school just didn't click. So you're smart in certain areas, but n- I not I couldn't understand anything in school. It was smart. horrible. You, so I you said you were LA, L.A. City chess champion at 14. Yeah. Wow. But in school, I just had, I couldn't do it. I, I mean, I was paying $20 to let me call a girl every week so I could copy her. <laughs> you just hated school. I didn't understand it. Now I, w- I just wish I understood it, and I would love it. I just didn't understand. I had, I couldn't learn. I just, okay. So I was sixteen. I remember my parents said if I got straight A's, they'd give me any car I wanted. So of course I forged that Ford mm-hmm. card, you know. <laughs> and then you get the car, and I never went to school again. Oh. <laughs> so that was it. <laughs> what car did you get? <laughs> this is a Jeep. Okay. <laughs> like a, a nice. No, Jeep. but forget it. A first car being a Jeep. That's yeah, that a, was my dream. That on. was my dream car, and that was. I never went back to school. That was it, and <laughs> that was the end for me. So how. Okay, so how do you go from, uh, uh, I guess, so high school dropout, right? Yeah. So yeah. You, ran, you ran your own babysitting business, dropped out of high school, and then somehow you end up getting into the sex business. Sex business. It was just, it, it was all, God, I hate this story because I'm a bird keeper. It's so boring to me to talk about all this other <laughs> stuff. I'm all about the birds, so for me, it's I so know, boring to do this. But you're the only person who has this story, and it is <laughs> fascinating. 
oh god it's just to me it's so old it's so tired that's true so, that yeah. is, I, I mean you have to be yeah. tired of talking about yeah it. sure just, I try uh, to, uh so it's the birds it's like that's all on my mind all the time i wake up thinking about them all i do is think about them, and i feel so, guilty for only helping the 15 that i have it so kills then me. if to, to to bring it back to with the birds are there parallels are there do you find connections moments where taking care of these birds reminds you of situations that you had during your madam days or not there, at all no it's, it's, it's a completely <laughs> Did you ever different feel like you were taking life. care of the women at all no i felt like they were bossing me around <laughs> <laughs> okay like, so this why is are you a, out heidi so who's answering no the phone this really who's is answer- a total flip oh yeah there's nothing okay. there's nothing here these birds are so hard everything no there's nothing nothing like them <laughs> you know what about they're, this? I, I, we, they're not we, doing any uh, manicures, upkeep, or waxing. These birds, no. There is less waxing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these birds are all about the order. You know, making a mess, and you know, <laughs> they, they know when I'm frustrated and stuff, and they'll do it more. Okay, yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> like my one bird, Mary, the one that was but was biting at your shoe. Yes. Sometimes the evening she'll go on those cabinets in the kitchen, and those uh, every plate on the back open shelves there is for her to break those yeah. i buy for her because in the she evening she'll take them she'll break it on the floor and then she looks around to see if i hear it you know yeah <laughs> she and if i don't like oh of course i hear it but i don't look up then she'll break it you know she'll break another one <laughs> and she waits for me to come in and she when she, when she sees me coming she runs away like she knows she does when they do something bad they know it it's like your own little private sitcom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Best way to put it. I have my own little little thing going down. <laughs> so yeah. So 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 you don't you don't miss. Do you miss any of your fame at all or anything like that? With that came along with that. No, I miss miss the easy life. Right. You miss the, the, the easy, easy that life yeah. came yeah. with fame. I, I miss the you know you could whatever you want. You miss the nice things and you know it's a rough life right now. It's rough and sometimes I feel it's too rough. You know I do right. miss the easy. Do you, do you do anything for an occupation now? No. You just, yeah, I was just selling Airstreet. <laughs> so, yeah, so, that's what I mean. So do you just kind of gig right now and just trying to find a couple of things to scrap money here um, and there, just take care of the birds? Well, I, re- I had a laundromat here, so that, okay. that was, but I closed it down when I moved to Temecula. So, mm. and things went wrong in Temecula, so I'm really starting over. Okay. I'm really starting. How long have you been here from Temecula? Um. I think it was October. Oh, okay. So back. we really are oh, okay. yeah. quite so you're fresh back. Yeah, fresh back, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just, it's just I, again, <laughs> I just keep, I don't want to, I don't want to rehash the old story, but I just think it's fascinating. <laughs> the journey. Like, yeah, the journey <laughs> is really where I'm getting at. How it, well, look, I came here to get in the sex business. That's right. why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> and then birds just, I, they got my heart right away. They just really got my heart. And I what lost. About, like when you hear about like on the news, like of other other people getting busted for being some kind of madam or something like that. Do you? Uh, they always say, like Heidi Fleiss. Right. Do you, do you, do you, oh, you're, you're still the comparison. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, you're still kind of like this. They'll never be. A, they're not even close. They'll never <laughs> going to be someone who is 25, who bought their house from, in, I lived in real Beverly Hills, bought right. my house from Michael Douglas, and lived up where I lived in 
like that it's never gonna happen and not yeah. in your generation our generation no. never ever any generation is it gonna happen again and you go and you go to prison do you you lose all those friends right you lose all those contacts when you right? go to prison you lose everything the feds wipe you out right and, but I even just mean like emotion like people that you maybe relied on to um do things with well you know have, I have lunch with or something no do, do they no go away? I have friends I okay have, I have friends well I ne- I also never did a tell-all book so I was, right. I was gonna say that because you never yeah. did you never named names you never no, said all of that stuff. So no. I mean, you had to, you've had to have held on to a few people that will yeah. you know, yeah, still yeah, correspond I, I with you friends. and everything. Yeah. Sure. Do you want to tell us one for no reason? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, I'd say to people, I'm still writing. That's why. Right. I, just, oh, I always say I'm still writing. It keeps I, it all I, yeah, I'm never doing. I'm done. still writing. That's It'll all. Really <laughs> Do you eventually you want to? No. No. It's never crossed my mind. No, no, no. I was going to say. Uh, you know what? I think that things like loyalty you never get a second chance at those things mm-hmm. you know you just don't once you be you betray someone reputation it, is everything and when never get goes, a second chance at loyalty you that's, just, good, that's hard mm-hmm. talk it's it is though you just don't like you once even with family you when someone does it doesn't matter what when you're betrayed by someone you just it's done you you know you don't get a second chance you, you know that's why husbands and wives even when they get back together once that stu- that all that stuff they did it's always there yeah, you know that's a big it's a big problem it's tough. It sure is tough. Yeah. So is that what's keeping you here with the birds? That sense of loyalty that you don't want to break again. This is a new a new set of people that you feel responsible for. They need for help. With a, they need in help. In a way that just can't get free of it. No one will help them. Yeah. No one else will do it. And look, if there was a place right now that someone would take better care of than I am, I would give them all that. I'd put them there in a heartbeat. But they 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 really need help. The, the way that all the places for them to go are the cages in the United States. I was gonna say it'd be hard to find a place more open and prepared for them than this place. <laughs> this yeah, but is, it's like the said, climate it's is just so harsh. The climate so, yeah. climate is hard yeah. on them. Yeah, and absolutely. If you found I, a place, like say everything, say 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 all the magic <laughs> happened. Yeah. What would you do? I'd save all of them. No, what I'm saying is like, so they go. So you found a place for them. For my 15? Right, yeah. Oh, no, I need, there's thousands, millions that need help. So this would just be the start. There's someone like right now in a basement with Detroit with 50 birds with macaws. Or like up in Sacramento, I read online, someone has a 501C macaw rescue. It's like, what? <laughs> and then apartment building. <laughs> you know, so you like, won't, you won't. And they just did that just to hold on their birds by having that charity. They just found like who a legal knows? So if you look online, these sanctuaries, these rescues, they're not. They're they're just it's a, all cage, all these play the cages and cages and cages. They need a place where they can have their life. And there's basically really two issues that need to be addressed: is just when we start stop the breeding, stop them as pets, mm-hmm. and help the ones that are languishing. Yeah. And some of them, the separatists, but they were put in cages when they were little. And they're growing so big, they can't even fit out. That's It's, it's that's just terrible. really, terrible. it's gross. It's so, and people don't understand. No one helps them. Like, people give these little donations here and there and stuff, but no one really helps them. It's not like Greenpeace or these, you know, where everyone goes for the dolphins. I'm not diminishing it or anything because I, I you know, I saw the cove and yeah. I'm against the sea parks and blackfish and everything. But... No one helps them a cause. They just say, oh, it's terrible what's going on. They do need help. Just That's go. good what you're doing. Was it, was it Animal Planet or Discovery Channel who tried to do a show with you? Yeah, what a, yeah Animal Planet. What a wasted opportunity that was. I mean, they literally called it From Prostitutes to Paris. Yeah, right? wasted opportunity. First of all, I wasn't ready to do it. And it was with Pilgrim Entertainment. And, I mean, I should know better because the their, their shows, they have a show on every single cable channel, but their shows with, like, 
ghost hunters. Mm. Okay. It's no budget, okay? Right. Zero, all their shows are zero, zero budget. Like we Orange the County Chopper. We made things up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Orange County Choppers, all that stuff is like zero budget. So yeah. right then I should have known, like, Heidi, it's not for you because you need to have some workable budget. Right. And Animal Planet really is for like, when I had the meeting, I said any network but Animal Planet because they're for like people in a hospice, you know? Right. <laughs> like people in a coma, you turn on or something. It's like Animal Planet was the only cha- station I did not want. And is it a bit like a, almost like a, a sweeps-esque move for them in terms of that? Like, yeah, it was getting an put... hour of my freaky world for low amount of money, you no, know? Okay. That's really what it was. It yeah. was sucked. It really sucked. But to, I have to say, I didn't quite get I have my understand things that sure like, and well and that and that whole reality business you didn't understand show the business, reality business you do now no the business I understand no about the birds that the, reality the, the, oh, that the oh, birds okay. like back right now I wish I had the same opportunity because with no budget I'd make a great show that birds it. need help mm-hmm. the birds okay. need help they have to have a help back oh, then so it's before you wrapped your head around the full yeah, the whole, the wrong yeah. Time. but yeah but yeah it was came at the wrong time i still had plenty of money to screw around mm-hmm. money left you know yeah and then so yeah it was bad timing i think the right production team got to look at the whole situation and talk again i think it'd be possible to have it happen again well it's we have we certainly have one submission for america's funniest home videos that we got. easily <laughs> easily <laughs> justin <Yeah>. filmed <laughs> the birds attacking, attacking my foot shoe. Yeah. <laughs> which at first i think if justin hadn't talked to me ahead of time i would have found adorable <laughs> but ahead of time justin said that they attack achilles tendons on purpose and as soon as i heard achilles tendons i was very uncomfortable you were so scared I was oh yeah scared. look at that woman when she got her achilles tendon drop because anyone it'll drop you your achilles tendon just drops it's you. now are they can they yeah. can like you said they can read when you're aggravated and continue to beha- misbehave. They can. Can they read when people are scared of them? Can they? They can oh, figure yeah, all that stuff. Oh yeah, they'll bite you and then they go, ow. <laughs> <laughs> they say no. Yeah. yeah, that probably hurt, right? They'll yeah. bite you and then they, ow. You know, they they'll bite you. Then they say it. They Those say two it. were wings up. They were taking up a lot of space. They weren't playing. They were they not playing. Yeah, they, they had they, the doorway. They knew they had the doorway. <laughs> they were not playing. Yeah, that's their playing. area. And now you know, I just because I'm fresh, but I haven't gotten to cleaning that room or any making it a bedroom yet. I just moved back. You know. Yeah. Now, do you have people come by, or do you have friends come by? Are they all used to once, the birds? Once in a while. Well, very few people get used to them like me. You know? right. It's even a process to do it. You know, because like you know those shows when you see people with a baby tiger and stuff, they go, oh, it'll never attack me or bite me. I've raised it since a baby. It loves me. I'm the friend. It's so full of shit. They're going to be chopped liver it's one day. It's a tiger. Day. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, they're each other liver because these birds, they do, they, they, when they need help, they come to me. They know it. They make noise, but they still bite the hell out of me. Oh, man. They bite me so hardcore when they, you know, I have to be very careful with them. Oh, my gosh. And, and it's so, when people get them and they hit them when they bite and stuff, it's just wrong. Yeah. You know, it's just, that's what they do. Don't when you have you a can bird. discipline a bird like a domesticated dog or something. Yeah, people do. They hit them and stuff. It's horrible. What people do, these birds, they really have a bad. Um, have you ever thought of uh, cooking and eating any of them? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Actually, if I was going to eat an animal, it would be a macaw because I know what they eat. Oh. oh. The, 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 they, they're they're so diet. pure. They're so pure. I thought you would kill and eat it like a chicken, but like if you found But like one... shrimps and stuff, they eat shit. <laughs> right, yeah. right. And lo- mm-hmm. they're, they on the, oh, they're bottom feeders, and they, you're, they're eating shit and gross stuff. These birds, they're... they're 
even like other animals, dogs, scavengers, and you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. see them licking ass and eating shit. The, these birds are so pure. I've seen what these birds eat. Change what you eat? Oh, I've, I've even with my, you know, reputation, my substance abuse issues and whatnot, I've still health food my entire life. Okay. But you know what? If you eat a perfect diet, it's yeah. not. It doesn't help you how you look. It doesn't really make you even live longer. It just you feel different, yeah. right? You right. feel different. So that's all it really does. It's about you know, you know, as you get older, you wake up, you one more pain, right? Yep. <laughs> one more pain, one more this, and it makes those pains a little a bit little less. less. That's mm-hmm. all it does. Yeah. Um, so I, I, even when I was a madam, I'd have the girl making my like brown rice and uh, radish sprouts and avocado uh, and stuff. And I'm sure even then, when you're you're using or whatever, like it, you just see that as a balance, right? Yeah, like exactly. Thing, but I mean, yeah, I'm really, making it a you know, I'm depleting it, it this way and I'm giving it back this way. Right, you know, right. yeah. Uh, Paul and I did a thorough Googling of you before we came out here. Oh, how boring. Uh, totally. <laughs> uh, there's a really weird story that I, I'm sure can't be true. Let's hear it. But TMZ, of course, the very, very truthful uh, website, TMZ. <laughs> Go Harvey Levin. Says, uh, <laughs> said you turned your because on an ex-girlfriend? Oh, my God. That's the crazy lesbians in Temecula. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. No, this is what I have. These two lesbians, they're married. Okay. I met him when I went to prison. Okay. So, you know, over the years, I didn't really have contact with them. But when I was growing marijuana, they, they so we were, started talking more. Yeah. Oh, you're doing it this way, your nutrients this way and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. Then once I got in trouble, they, she was like, well, we need help growing down here. And the house next to our house um, has been vandalized. You could get a great deal on it. I said, I'm there. You know, I said, what kind of deal? <laughs> And she said, oh, it was like 250000 I was like, 250000 nothing for In Temecula, a, that's yeah, amazing. Up mm-hmm. in wine country and everything. So I went there, and the house they, it was vandalized. It needed a little bit of work, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah. So I went there, and um, when I, I was staying in her their Quonset hut when I first got there until uh-huh. the house was made livable. And I first I said to the, the lesbian, I said, you should buy the house. It's a great deal. Really, it is. And she says, no hype. I pay $11,000 in mortgages every month that I can't even make. Da, 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 da. But if you want it, I can help you get it. I said, okay, I'll get it. And I said, here, here's 50000 Just put in your name and we'll work it out later. So that's how it, this started. So then, you gave money for someone to put the house in their name. I said, just buy it. She knew the owner, not me. You know? uh-huh. And we'll work it out later. I'm growing marijuana with them. I'm right. living in their shed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? It's like, come on. But... Of course, uh, things went very bad, and it wasn't her name, and all you know. Then she tried to evict me, and you know, it's my, so she stole fifty grand from you. Yeah, I'm suing, you know, lawsuits and whatnot. Because, oh, okay. like, how many times have you been to court? Way too many, <laughs> way too many. You know the system well. I tried so hard to work it out with these lesbians for eight months. Okay, like things went south. I think it was right before 2015. Up until September, I tried every day to like get something in writing. I tried to say I love you. I tried to hate you. I tried threats. I tried sweetness. I tried every wrangle I could to avoid a legal mess. To just who wants to? Go, it's you did not a, set your birds on them. No, like they they already. Well, how would ha- you even do that? They already <laughs> have a rescue. They have a five hundred one. Like they call it Freedom Ranch. They call it a rescue, but it's not. They call it a rescue, but it's just for tax whatever. Yeah. And um, the, the, she drove the, 
the birds there. Oh, okay. So uh. she acts like the birds came out from, oh, just appeared out of nowhere. No, the birds were there. <laughs> you lured her into oh, driving yeah, them yeah. into the ranch. Oh, how my God. Possibly, the perfect how movie could you possibly trap. lure anyone into driving <laughs> yeah. an Airstream trailer full of macaws? <laughs> I, how can you right. normally you do this? Right. But you can't dupe someone into you're that. You're right. That's like, there's a lot of things you can trick people into. That, that was driving, driving an Airstream full of macaws? No. That <laughs> is not. You don't trick them. I think Heidi hypnotized me. I'm driving an Airstream full of macaws to a restaurant. The story is so embarrassing. Like these two girls, it's like, what was I thinking? I met them in prison. They right. both, they both had thirty-year sentences. Okay. Like, what was I thinking that I'm going to move there and grow weed with them and everything is going to have cool. a good ending? Yeah, no. Like, what was I think? You know, <laughs> it's like, how could I think that that could have possibly worked out? Well, well here's the thing. Looking at the hole in the wall at that point, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. A different view. Yeah. <laughs> you know, without re- rehashing the past too much, it just seems like. It seems like you had an unbelievable entrepreneurial spirit from a very young age. I can't. And then it seems like the wrong people offered you businesses. <laughs> well, you know, you got to think outside the box. Like I bet you if you don't be... have education or a degree, you know, you got to think outside the box. But I'm saying, like, if a Mary Kay lady got their hands on you at 17. Oh, hell yeah. We would have been bigger than Herbal Life. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it just oh, seems yeah. like you. I just was geared the wrong, through the wrong ways. It's and true. then once you go that way, I mean, you've been in prison and everything else. It seems like that now the yeah, regular you... way of going about business just seems more difficult. Because you don't have the. the the training, the vocate, you know, this. Yeah. And on top of that, I think some things won't be even given to you because of your record. right? Absolutely. Yeah. What am I going to apply for? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So right now you just have to kind of. It's the birds. Yeah. It's the bir- It's all about the. Well. But uh, also okay, you. Look, like we need to fund. <laughs> yeah. But, but look, if I didn't have the birds, I would find. I'd be able to make money of this. I have my whole life. I would get something going. I would do some. I would figure it out. Yeah. But the birds are just such a handicap. But. The birds are what I'm about, you know. Yeah. The birds, and it 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 is really hard because, like, I can't leave them alone, just unattended, and um, I can't. It's they're hard to care for. Well, that's yeah. I'll think about that too. Have you had a vacation at all since you've gotten these birds? Has it been pretty much twenty four seven with the birds? Have you had well, any time for yourself? I see my whole life as a vacation. Okay. So. And that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I see my so whole life. She did make us delicious juice when we walked in. It's it true. felt very bed and breakfast. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you didn't like it. It was so hardcore. Like it. it. It's so hardcore. call it hardcore. Yeah. It, it didn't seem like it had a lot of plants in it. There was a lot of plants in there. What was in the juice you gave me? It was like three different kinds of kale. Why am I feeling sleepy all the time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm Bill Cosby. I'm bird food. Yeah. You, are you feeling like driving an air, tr- air float? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, this is how it works. So, and that story on TMZ, the reason I... I don't know if you could do the mics pick up the the macaws. In the we're, we're definitely hearing a little macaw. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I want to make sure they're fine. The the reason the TMZ thing, I just won't comment or talk about it because that's what they want. They just want they love famous things and uh, things in the okay, news. Okay, you yeah. know, right. you've been down there, bro. You already know what it's all about. Yeah, they just want things. They want it out there. Like that's why they said all like for. She even filed like at one point a restraining order on me, just saying that she was my girlfriend and all this. And I'm like, oh my god, I have not. I'm not her girlfriend. I don't live. with She's like 67 year old woman or 66 year old woman. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. And like saying all this, you know. So she's saying you're. 
you were a girlfriend. Oh, you, what happened 20 years ago in an electrical closet in a prison camp is not, <laughs> <laughs> okay, is not, and I did not, I was, that is sta- not a relationship, and I was, was not a lifetime up, commitment. okay, and I was, yeah. sta- I didn't touch that girl, okay? right. <laughs> but I didn't touch that girl. Just received. Yeah. 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 And like that, like I even was down at the courthouse, I was like, how can she file a domestic thing that I'm her girlfriend? I go. How does that qualify? How? What is the standards here? Yeah, how can I guess you can just claim like, anyone as your boyfriend or girlfriend yeah, and go yeah. file something? Like, cause, cause, oh, look out, Matt. You, the restraining orders <laughs> in, in file, California, file I don't know if it's if oh. it's national, but restraining orders, they are so strict. Like, yeah, that's a serious deal. They, cops came to my house in Temecula, the one that I was buying, and made me leave my birds. They made me leave the house because oh this boy. bitch filed this rainier. She doesn't live there with me or anything. Oh, my gosh. Luckily, my housekeeper was there and to take care of them, you know? That's scary. It's horrible, yeah. And and then who wants to even argue that? To yeah. what, you want to argue that, that about does a closet qualify? Is it re- yeah. Especially in prison where obviously— Yeah, I was scared and whatever. Mm-hmm. You're not yeah. thinking— You're surviving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how where you do celebrity rehab with Dr. Drew? Oh yeah. Well, it was you know the first when they wanted me to do that show was like when they first season they started. I was like, yeah, fuck hell no, they're crazy. Who's gonna do this thing on rehab on TV? Oh, you, the only idiots. Like, now I'm so glad I did it. <laughs> did it really help you? It was the best thing I ever did for myself in my life. I didn't know I'd look so scary like that. <laughs> I was frightened when I saw myself. I was so horrified. I couldn't even watch it. I was so scared. I was like, oh, my God. I was so horrifying. And Dr. Drew is an awesome guy. So you you, are, you actually are authentically thankful from a rehab perspective for being on that show. So thankful. I wish the show was still on the air. <laughs> I'm telling you, you have no idea how like, offended I was when they thought I would go on there. Yeah. Like, are they crazy? Who's wants to, do, you know, on yeah. TV? I can stop whenever I want. On top of it, I was like, oh, and I was really just horrified when they asked me. But now I'm just—I think it was the best thing I ever did. Wow! You know? Wow! I did not expect that answer at all. I, I feel know. like some people just do it just to get on television or just to kind of maintain some kind well, of. Well, the two two hundred fifty thousand does help. But <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, cool. That yeah. paid off being a drug addict. There right you go. There. Sure. Mm-hmm. That gave you a fresh, well, fresh yeah, start. A little over a half million off those shows. Yeah, that's okay. That was okay. And then I'll do drugs again and go on. <laughs> 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 I'd relapse. Re-rehab. I'm relapsing. Need Help re-rehab. I need some more. <laughs> it's back in development. i got to yeah, get downtown. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish it'd be on. I need money. I'd call for help immediately (laughs) (laughs) um no it really was a good show and it was but i also learned also can you still call dr drew for help today oh absolutely if i called him and said i am stuck in in um north dakota in a basement getting high with you know these people he would be on a plane in a minute and come get me really that's amazing yeah, but he won't do it for a guy or for a civilian only if you're a girl and have some kind of notoriety <laughs> <laughs> but you have that so you're thankful for yeah that. and he's open about it he'll say it i'll only do it for a girl and it does help if they can't just be a pretty girl they have to have notoriety and i will he'll be he's very open about it really <laughs> yeah he's a, he's partial to women he's very open about it that is huh. 
that seems a little weird to me, but, but <laughs> well, I, he's a guy, so right. No, I mean, hey. I guess you're right. Like in terms of like, if you said that he's like that, it wouldn't surprise me that he's open about it. Is what surprising me. So I, I guess yeah, yeah, that he's I'm, open still about, being, I'm still yeah. being kind of a jerk about it. But also the the show. What else you I learned is that some people you got to just let them get high and do their thing. Like there, there was unfortunately my episode three people died. Oh. Ended up dying, and Oof. that's why Doctor Drew didn't redo it. But it's not his fault. That season, the last season, three people died. No, it wasn't the last. I think there was a couple more. Oh, okay. But it was um, that country singer. She blew her brains out or something. Okay. Ooh. Um. Uh, a young, like MTV, good-looking guy who uh, OD'd. Okay. But okay. can't blame Doctor Drew. And then this guy, um, Mike. He was in Alice in Chains. He was a guitarist. Oh, sure. Okay. Now, Mike. Oh my gosh, one of them is saying hello. Yeah. And it felt like someone was in the house. That's it really Jose. weirded me out for a second. Jose, help, help. They see it. He's, he's, he'll go, help, help, help. Jesus. <laughs> but, um, so, so, so that died. guy, okay, yeah. So Mike, he ended up dying, but that guy just, he didn't want, he was so miserable, sober. So it was like, just let him be high. Right. Like, what's, if he really, that's what is giving him pleasure. That's what he wants to do. Even if he dies, you got to let someone do it. Reminds you know? me of that even great if, Bill Brewer routine die. about Lance Armstrong. We're like, Lance Armstrong is a sociopath. He has mm-hmm. the, he has the, he wants to take steroids to cycle his blood. He, you know, he's, he's got the determination to win the craziest race seven times in a row oh my God. with one ball. <laughs> let him ride a bike. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, he could do anything else. He'll become, he'll become a huge drug kingpin. Like, you're, let him yeah. ride oh, a that bike. That guy really, he like, is a, you're right. Yeah. yeah. If, I wish let anyone with bikes. that kind of he's, determination. He's be uh-huh. something huge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of you, whatever he set his mind to. We're lucky it was biking. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If right. he was that's a serial exactly killer, yeah. half yeah, the world exactly would be dead. Yeah. You that's know? the truth. Yeah. He decided to take over North Korea or something. Yeah. 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 Really. Seriously. So, so you haven't. But you haven't. So you haven't changed your stance. So you think some drug people should still be allowed to do drugs? Look, some. It's not. It's the people. If if someone is just so miserable sober. Yeah. Even, no. Even if you do it five years, if they're that miserable sober. You gotta let them do what they want, even if it's. You hear me? He's a bad, bad bird. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like this chat. He's disapproving he's what you say. Yeah. Like, That's not my opinion. Just say no. Yeah. Bad bird. Um, oh, he's saying bad bird. He's saying bad. That's bird. hilarious. He came saying that. Well, I didn't hit him. Uh, <laughs> I didn't hit him. I didn't tell him. No, and, and even though you're out of the sex trade, you don't, you're not against there being a sex trade. Oh no, you need it. You need it. It's just look, I, this this sex trafficking and stuff. That's not me. Okay. I no, no, no. Oh, that's a different yeah. thing. Yeah, I don't even like to hear that. It's so yeah. gross. It takes like even Dennis when we were promoting his book, Ron Jeremy, me and Dennis this past uh, spring, and he brings up sex trafficking. I go, Dennis, you got to stop that. I said people look at you and they think of blonde hair and sex and sexy things, and you bring up sex trafficking and. And they don't on. look at him like an advocate. They, they, they look lose, at him like they a, lose a heart on. Yeah, yeah. and you think of truck stops and weird things. It confuses and, the issue. Yeah, it, it takes all the sexy fantasy mm-hmm. romantic. When he, as soon as he says that word, it's like, oh no, I, I don't right. even need. You know, Do you, you think legalization would would curb sex trafficking? I don't know anything it? about sex trafficking. Period. I just I don't. At first, I thought that they were making it up in the U.S. because it's like, how could it happen? But I guess it does. Whatever it is, it's disgusting, okay? Sure. But, and I don't know about that. I know about the sex business. Right, okay. <laughs> about adult women and adult men making adult choices, consenting adults. And all the women you've worked with didn't seem to come from some kind of weird means. 
Oh, no. Plenty of them were somewhere on the cover of Cosmopolitan in Seventeen magazine. But they were a proper yeah. age. But no. No, I didn't. I wasn't exploiting or taking advantage of anything at all. Is that is that just an unfair stereotype that people in that trade just come from unfortunate or abusive backgrounds? Um, you only hear about those. No one's gonna. You're not gonna hear the good stories because right. no one wants to tell it. Yeah. <laughs> you're only gonna is hear. It, is yeah. it the stories keep? I was being fine. Good, my parents were rich. Just I just keep your mouth shut and make your money. Yeah, you're you're only gonna hear these tragic, nasty stories. Mm-hmm. That's all you're ever gonna hear. You're never gonna hear about the how successful great it was. Ones yeah, aren't gonna come out and go. Guess you're how I made my millions? You're never gonna hear about how much yeah. fun it was <laughs> when we went through Saint Tropez in the summer with the eight girls and the king of whatever Saudi Arabia. You're not gonna hear those stories. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you're never gonna hear those stories you're only going to hear about that was locked in a closet and i was gang banged and this and no that's right. uh, yes, all you're ever going to hear you'll never hear a good story that's all i want to hear no yeah that's not true, yeah. That's not true. <laughs> yeah i love that <laughs> <laughs> story. Yeah, more of those <laughs> uh well thank you so much i mean this has just been fascinating oh it's thank you great. guys so do you guys do stand-up and stuff or we do improv. a weekly show yeah we uh we both of us are improv comedians so every oh, every please, wednesday come by whenever you want every wednesday I want to tonight down, when we're doing it tonight I wanna, square, how so. about next week justin there you go there you go okay yeah. i want to go see it i'd love to Please, yeah, so I will. As soon as my help is back. Yeah. Okay, as soon as my help is back, for sure I'm We'd there. Love that. We'd that'll love be that. fun. That'd be, so that'd be fun really. That'd be, that'd be way cool. That'd be great. So oh. give us, give us the name of the uh, of the parrot organization again. Yes, it's parrots p a r r o t s first f i r s t dot org. Parrotsfirst.org. Yeah, because right. some people think I say donation. parents. It's oh. parrots. That's <laughs> yeah. why I spell it out. The bird. The bird parrots. Yeah, that's why. Do you need a way to put a link up on? Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, get, the, we'll yeah. get this episode up. air in a couple of weeks. Okay. And, uh, and we'll get this all up. Yeah, help parrot. Please help these macaws. No one does. And this is a lonely fight. And you uh, say you're getting your own foundation and everything No, I'm, started I'll, no? I'll always work with parrots first, but okay. I'm doing the documentary. And once gotcha. I do the documentary comes out, that's the platform for change. Then I'm going to call upon the people that owe me. <laughs> there you go. Great. Cool. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, but then they better pay up, or I will tell her. <laughs> yeah, I right? will call Vanity Fair. I will do anything. <laughs> they better pay. <laughs> Let's you know. So if you if you're out there and you have a daughter that you might be worried about the wrong path, don't try to get her into rehab or counseling. Get her a macaw. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Where is the documentary now? Is it? Uh, is it? Is still, it, I'm still still, just, still get getting it all together. Just getting that all lined okay. up. Well, because at first I I thought okay, I started emailing like award winning documentaries. Yeah. And I got response from some, but then I realized, like, it's not about the cinema photography or anything. It's about the content. Yeah. So I'm better off doing it. A friend of mine's going to help me. Um, a girl in, in New York who's, uh, she's. I'm not going to give her a whole story, but okay. whatever. A qualified but you met her person. in prison and you gave her fifty grand. <laughs> she's a UCLA <laughs> English major graduate. Yeah. Didn't go to college. Graduated from college, okay. you know, one of those. No prison. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny you read that pathetic story. Uh, I'm sorry. I know. I just thought it was probably wrong. Well, at least so I didn't have a photo up. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> They're really, these people really humiliated me, these lesbians. They got me good. Oh, uh, well, I, there's, I mean, it's certainly not the uh, the bulk of what we talked about. Today. Yeah, that's true. No, you guys are awesome. Thank you, you for doing the, this. Uh, the yeah. last thing with this this documentary with the, the birds. That's, that's great. Please keep us in the loop. Uh, and when yeah. it's done or whatever, we'd love to, to come talk to you about it again and yeah we're gonna else. put it on your website yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no absolutely. Absolutely. We'll, 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 we'll take we'll care of all of it absolutely it yeah all of our all of our listeners are very very loyal to our guests so, oh, so we, we like we, that we like cool. that too thank you for coming out here thank you so much right. uh thank you heidi feist for being on ice cream social very cool uh all right this is uh matt uh and 
Paul and hey. Jacob. We're, yep. ba- we're back in the churn here. We're, we're this is post-recording of uh, Heidi's episode. We hope you enjoyed Heidi's interview. We really uh, enjoyed it. We just didn't get to do our proper thank yous. Uh, it was well, so stressful being around all those birds. We really thought we might get eaten, so we we, we, we wrapped it <laughs> that up. That was attacked. I was attacked. So was uh, I want to thank Justin Oswald from Las Vegas, the game, for setting up the interview. Yeah, thanks, Justin. That Who also great. set Matt up to be attacked by birds. He, he did. totally <laughs> did that on purpose. He, he, did. Knew he knew what was going there's on. a territorial bathroom, and he was waiting with his camera on when I came out of the bathroom. So he oh, knew. Oh, so good. He knew. And uh, that video is by the time you hear this, it'll be posted on our Facebook page. Um, it doesn't, again, it does not capture how frightening it actually was. It looks adorable. It's like two birds. Just, just kind of like, yeah. Well, it had already been explained foot. to you that they go after Achilles tendons. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, man, it was great. Was These were like, it felt it was like tiny Freddy Kruegers coming at your legs. <laughs> That's all it felt like to me, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, run. And I was like, all I can think of is like, run. run. You can hear in the video, it was like, run for it. And I was like, if I do, they'll just go for my Achilles tendons. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, I'd be scared I'd step on a bird. Right. And, and then what do you do? Yeah, I'm running uh, out of a room with two birds into a room with 16 birds. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. seem like run is the way to handle that. No, no. Anyway, um, <laughs> I want to thank Penn Gillette for creating this podcast. I want to thank uh, uh, Michael Ryer and Ace uh, for our visuals. I want to thank uh, Nick, Tony, and Summon for our uh, music. I want to thank Jessica for running our Hey Scoops uh, Twitter account. I want to thank uh, Moxie and Brain Freeze and Ian and all the 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 the, the D and all the people who run our Tumblr account. That's uh, aScoops.tumblr.com. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, follow us uh, on Twitter at HeyScoops. You can follow Matt on Twitter at SweetMattyD. Follow Paul at the famous Paul, and um, you can follow Heidi Fleiss at. No, I'm kidding. I don't think she has a Twitter account. You just look for birds. Just look, follow her. Just, just look, just <laughs> follow look for the some birds. giant birds. Look for the giant birds and follow them. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. She's the li- she's the real Twitter. Yeah, yeah. There, she's the, she's she's got tweet, literal tweet, tweets. Tweet, tweet. All she's got more tweets than anyone. <laughs> more tweets out than tweets know. slash screeches. <laughs> but mostly screeches. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> she's gonna start her own thing. Screech, screech. instead of tweet. It's gonna be her and Dustin screecher. Diamond. Yeah, her and Dustin Diamond doing screecher. <laughs> See you guys. We'll see you soon. If she'd only had social media back in the day. Oh, I know. The pictures, man. That, now that, that is a Tumblr that I would follow.